0: This is the Snake on Stick podcast. Our goal is to better connect students with scripture by unpacking the main ideas and discussing the best ways to apply those ideas to our lives today. I'm Dexter. I'm Caleb. And I'm David. And we're Snake on Stick. Hey guys, today we're talking about Abram slash Abraham. We're going to start out talking about Abraham because we're going to start out in Genesis 22 with Abraham and
1: Isaac. 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 Yeah. I still love that name. Isaac? Well, I, I, used, I used to want to like name my kid that. I never did because I had three and none of them were named Isaac. I always think of, I think it's he- is it Heroes, where he's like,
0: Mr. Isaac. I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, Hero <laughs> Nakamura. I yeah. remember that now. Mr. They're Isaac. That all, they're all Isaac. connected in my head in that moment
2: <laughs> with, with, your, with your terrible accent. <laughs> I always want to say it that way,
0: but I know it's awful and so I don't. But that's, that's what I hear every time I hear Isaac <laughs> now. And it makes me laugh, which is perfect because
1: that's what Isaac means. Laugh, absolutely. That's the funny thing. I like it. Yeah. All right, so yeah, we're talking about Isaac and, and Abraham, and um, we decided we would start in chapter 22, because that's the story that often leaves people kind of wondering about faith and Abraham and Isaac's relationship and all that. Why? That's the question, right? Yeah, why? absolutely.
2: Yeah, why? 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 But and God, why? Even people why? Who, who don't believe, they, they're looking at that story, and they're going, well, that's just dumb. But it's like a lot of whys. Yeah. Like,
1: why God did you even ask that question of him? Why, Abraham, would you even consider it? And why, Isaac, do you just lay there like a bum? You know, why do you just let it happen? Why, why, why? So there's a lot of why. Almost like a lamb before its shears is silent. Oh, hmm. that sounds scriptural. Did you get that somewhere? <laughs> I, I did. That's okay. I mean, Actually, I just made it up. You've never it. heard it before. You must have <laughs> been inspired by something. <laughs> just so, kidding. <laughs> good story. Uh, and for those who don't know, we're going to kind of rehash it a little bit. And as we rehash it, we're going to kind of do some throwbacks to Abraham's Story from when he's Abram, yeah. When he was Abram before he had the ham, all right, yeah. We had the ha. Huh. The huh. Sorry, it's more appropriate. So, before the story had the laughter, Isaac. Uh, oh, <laughs> no, mine just got blown. <laughs> Boom, huh.
0: wow. I'm sure the English pun was necessary, <laughs> yes. that was intended. I'm
1: sure God knew <laughs> that's just for this, this moment was cool. gonna happen. <laughs> Mm. all right so now for those who don't know the story of Abraham and Isaac uh, Abraham as a son finally at the age of the young age of 100 and his wife is 90 and I think about that all the time like I am 36 my youngest son is 11 I couldn't imagine having him if I'm 100 years old
2: there is no way I could keep up with <laughs> my four-year-old.:'s
1: no way
2: I, str- I get tired. <laughs> like that day we were over at the pool, and I was done? <laughs> You're like okay, Yesterday we went to the splash pad, and I was done. <laughs> it's like I can't keep up with this. The yeah. energy is ridiculous. And so here he
1: is, Abraham, 90 years old, Sarah's 100 years old. Sorry, backwards. Abraham's 100 years old. (laughs) Sarah's 90 years old. And here's Isaac, and he's born. God calls to Abraham. I'm getting so messed up with his name. And he says this crazy thing. Verse 2 of chapter 22 says, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. If I'm Abraham, my first response
2: is, Nah, brah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But his response is, so Abraham got up early in the morning <laughs> and just and did it. Oh, okay. Saddled up the donkey, took with him two young men, his son Isaac, split wood for the burnt offering and set out to the place God had told him about. Yeah.
0: So riding on a donkey into an area, right? Right. And then yeah. he puts the, puts the wood to sacrifice something on, on uh, Isaac's back. And so mm-hmm. Isaac carries the wood up this mountain where he's gonna be sacrificed on it. It or takes that's the intention. It takes
2: three days to get there.
0: Yeah. Does that paint a picture, anybody? I'm not it, seeing what you're drawing. You're not no, no. there's no connection no, there. I don't see
1: a connection anywhere here. Is there? Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of connection. Jesus, right? Jesus, that's that's what you're painting. Yes. And he rode in
0: Jerusalem on a donkey, and then he gets sacrificed. There's so much connection here. It's unbelievable. And then it takes
1: three days. It It takes three three days, and that's the good stuff. So, again, (laughs) it's just his story. His story is amazing. It's like, he does. God says, hey, take your son, your only son, sacrifice him on a mountain. I will show you, which is Throw, to me a throwback to when he calls him out in the first place. Hey Abram, uh, go to a place that I will show you. Yeah. He didn't even tell you we're gonna you're just gonna head that way, whatever direction that is, and you're just gonna go and I'm like, oh there it is, you stop now. Same yeah. thing. You're gonna go to mountain with your son, and I will tell you which mountain to sacrifice him on. Mm. Mm. So I wonder mm. if it was like a beep, 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 beep. oh, we made it. Or was like you're getting warmer. You're getting warmer.
0: Right. He took another step. Colder, yeah, no, <laughs> wrong way. Am I? am I looking at <laughs> yeah. it? All
1: right, so, so then the, the reaction the first reaction is uh, okay, next morning he just gets up, like he doesn't ponder this right at all. The next morning, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it's just a really bad day with Isaac the day before. <laughs> maybe <laughs> Isaac was just being rambunctious. Of course, he's like 14 years old, 13 years old this time. But he's just, maybe it was one of those, like, bad dad Sundays. He's like, you know what? Just go to bed. Mm. And he's like, you know what? This, God couldn't have asked a better time for me to sacrifice my son.
2: You know when kids get rambunctious? What's that story? Uh, Elisha or, or Elijah, and kids are making fun of him. So oh, two she-bears yeah. come out of the wilderness. And Bears come and eat him. Eat him? Yeah, that's, that's a weird story.
0: Isaac, right, like we don't know exactly how old he was, but he's old right. enough that he's talking. He's able to carry all this wood up the mm-hmm. mountain. So he's he's an older boy at least. He says boy in the text, so yeah. I'm just going to call him a boy still. So, but he may have been older. We know yeah. how old Abraham was, like right. over 100. He's a pretty old dude.
1: He's Yeah. Whatever I age imagine, Isaac is, that's how much older over 100 Abraham is.
0: Right. Yeah. And I would imagine that Isaac would be able to fight off abraham if he wanted to considering he's the one carrying he's strong enough to carry this wood up this mountain right
2: and it's not it's not like a little bundle like it's it's enough wood to create an altar yeah
1: it's enough to burn something significantly well
2: but maybe for those we did mention all the connections to jesus in this and in a sarcastic way like us knowing how many connections there are in this and then really we should unpack each of those individually for the for the audience member that may not, like, really get that connection okay. or get that. Sure. And so we can walk through, like, the connections there. And then we can jump back and talk about why Isaac's a big deal. Okay, like, I'm like, down. Why he matters, so. Yeah. Something
1: like that, for sure.
2: Well, the first thing um, that we talked about, just if you're walking through the story chronologically, right? Abraham gets up in the morning and saddles his donkey. Right, So donkey. there's this... Uh, Understanding, we have to know that Jesus is coming into uh, Jerusalem, right? right. Triumph, yep. entry. Triumph entry, a celebration a week before he's, he's uh, killed on the cross and he's being brought in on
1: a uh, fowl of a donkey.
2: A donkey, yeah. <laughs> and not only that, not only that, donkeys give birth to donkeys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he's right. still in Mama's womb on the way to Bethlehem, Mary's There's riding a donkey. A donkey. There to you. Like, there's this, this consistent Donkeys imagery there. Donkeys just
1: be around. Yep. Just how it is. Donkeys everywhere. And if you are
2: interested in a funny story in scripture about a donkey, a donkey, look up the story of Balaam. Balaam and his donkey. Trek, or watch Shrek. Or watch Shrek. That's not the Bible. That's a non-biblical resource. Sure it's biblical.
0: For He doesn't talk that much in the Bible. He just says, like, one thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> in Shrek, he just won't stop talking. Yeah, that's right. So that's they should overplay it. And
1: in the morning, I'm making
0: waffles. <laughs> Also, it's not a fairy tale. So.
1: True, this is a real story. A real sure. story. So, so th- yes, yeah, the donkeys donkey. are prevalent yeah. right through, through Scripture and in the life of Jesus, for sure. Yes. And so you get there on a donkey, so we see that connection. What's the next connection we see? Splits the, the wood sp- for the offering. The wood, right? Carry the wood.
2: Yep. Well, and he doesn't carry it yet. It just says he yet. splits it, and then on the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Right, so
1: he, the wood is being transferred maybe by donkey
2: mm-hmm. At, up to right, this probably
1: point. by donkey and he split the wood and he has to carry the wood when he gets there anything before that you want to talk about the third day there
2: yeah I mean maybe just briefly 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 uh, the third day imagery briefly? yeah I did it was, it was a strange not a real word it was a strange moment sure. where my brain and my mouth didn't connect properly <laughs> or no, overly connected yeah <laughs> Um, so you've got the third day connection, right? Jesus is killed and put in the tomb, and three days later he's raised uh, to new life, raised from the dead. And, uh, I mean, if you kind of think about it, this, what's been said is go to this mountain. Mm-hmm. The son whom you love you're going to offer as a burnt offering. You're going to kill him. right? And three days later, right, a similar I've, thing happens. I've read that.
1: I, I've read... Uh, where some people think that, like, in maybe, you know, this is, of course, Liberty, uh, Abraham, at this moment, when he's saddled up the donkey, done all the wood, like, those three days, like, in his heart, like, Abraham, like, Isaac's dead. Like, he's, like, he's trying to mourn that death already.
2: Because he knows th- what's not
1: Yeah, because he knows what's coming. So, like, in three days, as we see
2: the story, like, there is a resurrection of sorts in yeah. this. Essentially, he gets him back. Right. From... Some, I mean, there there is a little bit of liberty there, but I think yeah, the yeah, imagery yeah, sure. can can for definitely sure. hold up in that. His son, he does get him back. So, spoiler alert: Uh-oh, Isaac man, doesn't get killed. How dare you? Do you and essentially, God, God, on the third day, where he goes up to do this, he, he receives his son back from the dead, from where he thinks he's going to be, right. similar to Jesus' resurrection three years later. For sure. mm-hmm.
1: Anything else in that little... I mean, you just touched, like, three verses. I
2: mean, you yeah. only touched two at that and point. I think you did. Talked yeah.
1: about the the wood. Talked about it being split. It,
0: was there more significance to that? Or just after Not he, that he I starts have. carrying it. Okay, yeah. So then he starts to carry the wood. Mm-hmm. He laid it on his son, Isaac. In his hand, he took the fire and the knife, and the two of them walked on together. <laughs> carried up a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> That's an
1: ominous picture, isn't it? Like, he's carrying the wood. Like, if anybody else saw this happening, which is probably why, right, he tells, like, the servants to stay back. Like, you don't want to see what's about to happen because you're probably going to try to talk sense into me. Yeah. Yeah, Well, Isaac does, right, right after this. Yeah. uh, My father? Yeah. (laughs) And he replied, Here I
0: am, son. Like, like, just trying to reassure him. uh, So the fire and the wood (laughs) are here, but where's the lamb
2: for the burnt offering? Yeah, again, you know, the wood brought up, Abraham, the son, is carrying the wood up to the sacrifice, right. similar to Jesus carrying the cross to the mount. Yeah, and then Abraham gives the
0: answer, yeah, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son, which, another kind of symbolic language that points Absolutely. to Jesus, providing or the even, lamb. Even John
1: the Baptist talked about that, like, look, yeah. here's the lamb that takes away the sins of the world. And so it, it, there's a lot of throwback in the story. And this is probably, growing up, this is one of my favorite stories. And I, I don't even know why. Like, there was something about the story, even for myself growing up, that I'm like, this is a wild and crazy story that I somehow, for some reason, feel really attached to. Yeah. But I didn't know why. Like, there's just something weird. I hate saying that as a minister, but something weird about the story. There is. I think it's that, like... God would ask that of him? I mean, I Maybe. think that's kind of... strange. So. It's like, why, why would
0: God ask someone to even do this? Like, to put that forward in the first place as a, yeah. as a test. Like, it even says he tests him. No. Yeah, that's like, what it is, it's like,
1: test. That seems like a strange test. And people will listen to that and say, all right, well, God's just not that good of a God then if he's going to do that.
0: He's just kind of yeah. a, a bully. Like a, kind of like a bully, yeah, absolutely. But I think there's a couple of different things that are going on here. One, if you think about uh, in a lot of Eastern religions back then, ancient Eastern cultures and religions, they had child sacrifice was a thing. Mm -hmm. So in having this happen, like that part's not shocking. It's kind of like some of the stories that Jesus tells the parables where a lot of the story looks similar. Like as ancient people would have read this, they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, he's going to see if he's willing to sacrifice his most important thing
2: for To get for God to get something better. Because yeah. sometimes part we is an have act to of
0: sacrifice.
2: Yeah, sometimes we have to take off our cultural blinders to be able to look at this from a, sure. from a place of, of biblical understanding.
0: Yeah, or, or even just so in, in life in general, sometimes we think about you have to sacrifice things a lot of times to gain something better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, what's the biggest thing you could sacrifice would be your son, and you, maybe you'll gain something better by that. But where's the line? When it comes mm-hmm. to sacrifice, like in, in your life, like where, where, where's a sacrificial line that you can't cross where that's not something you should ever sacrifice? And I think part of the story is drawing that line a little bit for ancient people. Like Abraham goes this, but then uh, God says, nope, stop, don't do it. Right. And part of that is saying, don't sacrifice your son, like don't right.
1: sacrifice your kids. So for the, for the line <clears throat> that you're talking about, is he, is he making that line of, like, don't, don't do your kid? Or is he making your line, like, don't sacrifice your commitment to me for anything? Like hmm. Abraham's, like, you know, what yeah. if God's like, hey, you, you have your son now. And you know that I have promised you your son this whole time. Like, from chapter 12, 13, 14, whatever, you know that I've done it all. Like, I've given you everything I've told you I was going to give you. But don't get so caught up in your son. To know that, to forget that I'm the source of this promise. Like, yeah. Is that, could that be a line that, that, that God's drawing to you? I mean, I like what you're saying. It could like, be. Don't yeah. give the kid, because culturally, I think culturally, you're right, I think, child sacrifices for sure. were a little bit of a thing. Very yeah. popular.
2: You know, but now he's like, you've seen that happen. And I'm and asking you to do that. Even the understanding of the testing, like, if you go back, every single time God promised something to Abraham, he, tr- he tried to find a loophole how to get around it.
0: Yeah. Abraham did? Oh, like or Abram. Abram,
2: yeah. The It's the same promise, but with like each, he, he with still like tries Hagar. to. Trying to say, like, with Hagar. Oh, and yeah. trying to Pharaoh, get around and get it. Pharaoh. Right. Yeah, he, he tries to find ways yeah, yeah, yeah. to navigate this following of God without actually doing it. And so maybe we get to this point in the story, like we mentioned before we started started recording, that this is the final test, like are you going to trust in my promise? He's had lots of stories where he tries to help God keep his promise. Yes, over and over and, and now yeah, over. And this is a way of saying, will you trust me to, that I can keep my, my own promise,
0: own. promise. Okay. Yeah. without your help? I follow yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good too. And like so that, it's yeah. this
2: moment where God, it's this—it's the apex, right, of the story where he finally says, okay, I'm done trying to take control of this. I'm just going to listen. And, from, and that's why from that point on, Abraham's not really a struggling mm-hmm. character. Right.
1: And that's an interesting because I and I like what you're saying for sure. Because from a, a parental perspective, and we're all parents here, it's very easy for my kids to take center center point in my life. Yeah, and that's not right. I hate saying that as an American because American culture is like kids first. We're gonna take our kids all over the country to play sports. We're gonna take our kids. Da 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 da. We're gonna devote our lives to our kids because you only we have them for so long. Yeah. But it's pretty clear in scripture, like, number one in your whole life ought to be Christ. Yeah. And so maybe there's this aspect of Abraham that is thinking of his son. Like, here's my son. I've waited 100 years for this son, and I couldn't imagine that.
2: Yeah. I couldn't imagine waiting that long. And not only that, he's been promised right. since I was 75. <laughs> yeah. I've it's been promised. He's going be Yeah. You know, and I've yeah. been waiting for this.
1: And so, you know, there's this moment. Maybe you're, like you're saying, like, there's this idea, like, I here it is. Stop trusting in him as the son. Like, that's not the promise that, that, that you should trust, in. you trust in whatever I'm saying, not in him as flesh. Because God's going to do what God's going to do. Yeah. Right. You trust God first and foremost over everything else. And to put that to the test, let's sacrifice Isaac. Yeah. So maybe all of this has led to Abraham's faith growing
0: in a way where he can finally trust God To this extent, Mm. Uh, to the extent that that Hebrews eleven even points out, yeah,
2: right. And And so God knows the whole time, like I'm not going. There's no way we're going to go through with mm -hmm, killing His Son, but He's tried. He's tried to back out on that promise and go around me in a whole lot of ways. There's really no way to get around this.
0: Right. What 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 does Hebrews eleven say? You have that up there? By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead, and so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from
2: death. Hmm. Which connects back to your three days imagery. Three days, imagery. Yeah. Right. He
0: did receive him back from death after three days. Right, and that's more I mean, symbolically, I guess. He thought, and if you think about it, he did think he went, those three days thinking he's going to kill Isaac. So he kinda had yeah, death
2: I like, on his mind. Like he's be dead. dead. Like dead David's saying he's beginning the mourning process yeah. to get the courage up to go do this.
1: For sure. I mean, I, but I think that's why you had to do it the next day. Right. You can't wait on yeah. that. How much longer are you going to dwell on no, I gotta do this? God give me a couple days. That isn't going to get any easier. No. i You gotta pull that band aid right now. Yeah. yeah, and that's what he's doing. I think you know. I feel bad because like that's a tough thing. But the next day, come on, like at least have a yeah. fun day with your son before yeah. he's marching to his death.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other interesting thing we just kind of jumped over real quick, like we said it earlier too. But Abraham builds the altar, arranged the wood, bound Isaac, placed him on the altar. Mm-hmm. This is a a willing sacrifice at this point, right? Jesus willingly walks to the cross. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. because he knows. Hopefully. When well, Jesus knows, hopefully Isaac knows and has been told by Abraham the promises of God.
1: Okay, so hold on, hold on. So we say willingly, and they're willing when it's happening, but like before Jesus goes to the cross, before he's arrested, no, he doesn't want He doesn't want anything. Please take this but, away from me. And we see the same idea, like Dad, where's like Isaac's, like where's the sacrifice? Yeah, like what? And Jesus is like, is there any other way? And kind of like Isaac's like. How is this going to take place? Like, where is
0: this sacrifice? Yeah, I think, and that's that's when our faith is really tested, right? Mm, sure. When we're, are we still willing when we really don't want it to happen? Like, are we still sure. willing to go do something mm-hmm. when we don't really like it? It doesn't yeah. make us comfortable. We're not comfortable. Sold on that end. Yeah, we're not ready for it. We don't want this, but this is what God says he's going to do, and this is how it's going to happen. And I think that's that's when our faith is grown, that's when it's tested, that's when it's uh proved even yeah. is when we are willing and follow God when we're in a situation where we don't want to
2: yeah I mean I, for, I sure. Feel like for sure like those are those are the stories that that we need to share and we need to um kind of be prepared to have happen in our lives is when when everything when our backs are against the wall, will we still trust in God? I mean those are some of the most significant stories of of people who have faith that I think I remember and that really connect with me uh, that I've been my backs against the wall, I had nothing but God and, and God showed up mm-hmm. and it's those stories that that connect deeply with our understanding of our own faith and and where God is taking us and this idea of uh, will I trust him when everything is just going going to crap essentially that's that's the reason that James chapter one is isn't just another verse for me that I even have tattooed on my arm. How dare you is uh consider it <laughs> pure joy when trials temptations come your way because you know that by testing your faith in this way you will become mature and complete, not lacking anything It's this understanding that you have to go through a process of I mean we all want Jesus to give us well, there's a whole industry in Christianity really that's been built around a Jesus who gives me wealth and gives me this, and yeah, and that's what we want. But in reality, what, what I need is to go through it so I can really know who I can trust. Yeah,
0: to be refined and made holy, yeah. I yeah. think is a word I associate with that idea a lot. Like we want blessing and wealth and whatever, but the ultimate goal of the cross and everything is refinement and to, our holiness yeah. to take on Christ's holiness so that we can be before a holy
1: God. I think God throws these out there for people's faith often. Like, and recently I've been praying a lot more for uh, the spirit to, to just start speaking more because as I always say, I want the spirit to lead me, but do I really like, I don't know that I really want to because it's terrifying. It can be terrifying. And so, but I know this too. God is willing to teach me how to rely on him still. Yeah. And it's going to go, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be, uncomfortable. Gonna That's be the a whole point. I I think, test. I mean, you think Abraham's like, yeah, well, let's go, Isaac. Let's, let's
2: go. Like, well, I'm going to kill you, son. In the name of the Lord, let's go do this. And he's, he's mm-hmm. not, he's like, oh boy. How many times during those three days is he like, should I, should I go back?
1: Yeah, let's turn around. You know, did he tell yeah. Sarah, "Hey, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go." Did Sarah even know, like, why he's going? Why he's going? Oh, I'm just gonna take Isaac gonna, and
0: a couple guys, and we're gonna go to a mountain
1: with some fire days. and a knife. Easier to ask for
0: forgiveness than permission. Right? That's what they say. That's what I heard.
1: <laughs> That's what I've heard. Um, and it, it is. It's, it's just a, the testing is a is a big part of the Christian faith, and I think that we're afraid of the test. Yeah, it's painful. It, it is. But as maturing Christians, we we can't be afraid of that. Yeah. We need to embrace those tests. Yeah. And I don't well, like it any more than anybody else does.
2: Yeah. I, I think that's the author of Hebrews, right, when he says you need to get off spiritual milk and onto spiritual, like, food. Start gnawing like on, on some steak, baby. That's the point. Yeah. The real meat of Christianity is, well, the real meat of relationship with God is what every single one of these stories we've talked about so far and will continue to talk about is, are you going to trust me? That's the real meat of spiritual, mm-hmm. of our of what Hebrews sure. is trying to say, is are you going to trust in Scripture? Are you going to trust in who I am? Are you going to trust in all my promises? Or are you going to do this your own way? Are you going to make an idol out of your own life, right? Moses, yeah. they come off of Mount Sinai, and they've made an idol, and it's right. this moment of, am I really going to trust in God? Am yeah. I really going to hit that meat of my faith, or is it all just about this, he loves me and he died for me, which is amazing and beautiful and perfect right. and there's so much to that because it's like the heart of the gospel but the gospel also calls me into holiness because i can't do it on my own mm-hmm. right and yeah. what you were saying so that holiness this part of that journey is it's, it's going to be tough it's going to be hard but it's going to be worth it that's the promise to
1: help to help kind of students that might be listening i want to just briefly we don't have to be very long on it like understand Maybe Isaac's perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how is he willing to just do everything Abraham's saying? And you get the idea, like, he kind of knows something's weird. Like, this is not a normal sacrifice. That's why he asked that question. Where's where's the ram for the sacrifice? Because he knows this is not, like, we're not actually offering a normal sacrifice. Something's weird. Growing up with, with Abraham, he would know what sacrifices look like. Yeah. So, like, how does, just in your thoughts, like, how does Isaac remain almost equally faithful?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, and I going to say this earlier, but I kind of just slipped my mind for a second, but I'll, I'll say it now. Uh, I think tests, right, the goal of tests of any kind are to see where you're at. And, and a lot of times the problem is, like, how effective those different tests are at actually showing you that. But for the most part, the purpose of test is to show you where you're weak, where you're strong, those different areas or whatever area you're mm-hmm. getting tested in. Like, are, are you okay there? Are you good there? Can you be better? And different things like that. And I think Isaac, like, I, that doesn't really get talked about a lot. This is a test for Abraham, but it could also be a test in that regard for Isaac. Like, sure. is he willing to, uh, and I think this is a big test for a lot of our students, honor your father and mother, uh, right? Is he what? willing to honor his dad? when what his dad's going to do is strap him to an altar and that's kill the so Old Testament. I mean, it's crazy. That would be like the ultimate way of honoring your father right. or mother, like if they're going to do that and you still Such just a weird thing let them you know. do that. Uh, that's And that's even almost more mind-blowing than Abraham's test. All right, right. It's at least sure. equal in, in stature.
1: Yeah, because like, back to what you said about Isaac maybe being able to, to take his dad. Yeah if you're a 10-year-old, you could probably at least do something to get away from a 110-year-old guy. Like, you would think. Yeah, Isaac could have been as old as 30-something. I don't, and he may <laughs>
0: not have been, but I, even if he's, and I, 10 may be a little young, because I, right. I feel like that sure. would be, it'd be hard for a 10-year-old to carry all that wood up a mountain for three hey, days. Hey, hey, but maybe.
1: Different culture. They work hey, all I mean, day that's long. true.
0: But, even, but the point is, Farm if he boys. could do that, I would think you would be able to and again, Abraham, you know, he's got that old man
2: strength, I guess. <laughs> when does that cap out? Oh, old <laughs> I'm just saying, you get to 100, I'm pretty sure you're capped. i hey, so, <laughs> pretty sure that's it, yeah. So if you're yeah.
1: an old man listening to this podcast, please let us know, when does that old man
2: strength run out? That'd be great to know. Yeah. <laughs> at what age were you like, yeah, I don't
1: have it anymore? I don't have it, 50. Be like, yeah, damn, at
2: what age cool. were you afraid that your son could take you? <laughs> that
1: would be a solid question for my dad to answer. Like, at what age do you think that I could take him?
0: Did that balance of power shift?
1: To my, to this day, I'm pretty sure my dad can take me
2: one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah one that's, all time. Time. that's all takes. It's all takes. Your dad's just like, oh, that time's never passed and, yet. In that, <laughs> in that
1: first fight, my dad would be like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna die for this. So you're gonna die, <laughs> or I'm gonna die. And he'd probably win that. He's savage. So yeah. But yeah, there's this like the test of Isaac. It's just a weird like the whole idea, and I think the hard part for us too is culturally, this doesn't make any sense. Because we're not a people that sacrifices anything. And no, yeah, yeah. We, d- we don't sacrifice anything. Definitely not a people that are willing to just do whatever God says. We're not obedient people. So We, f- we find ways out of... Everything. Yeah. I mean,
2: rationale for... I-,
1: I love students. Not but giving but my time. They're the best at finding loopholes in everything. Yeah, yes. I, we're almost like trained for that it feels like like yeah, so many I, stories I where you right. gotta look
0: for loopholes or people look for loopholes and that's how they get out of something or they're able to mm-hmm. do something or like like the classic kid thing the genie like your wish on a genie and you gotta more be wishes. really careful with what you wish about because there's a loophole if you wish for you know to be all powerful is it just gonna make everyone else super weak mm-hmm. like yeah. there's loopholes in anything
2: or sure. everybody does the quick loophole right well i'll just wish for more wishes I'm like well that's not how this works yeah, you know? yeah. for sure so I just, I, 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 like, I like Isaac, and his
1: willingness speaks to me because I think that his willingness is a testament to his father's teaching and his father's own lifestyle. Yeah. Right? So, like, he had to, he growing up with Abraham as his father, he, he has to see that Abraham is very faithful to what God is doing and what God has said, and maybe he's told that story. Maybe he's told Isaac, hey, man, can I tell you why you're so amazing? That would be an interesting discussion for Abraham to have, and I've had a discussion with my kids about why I think they're great. But this is a totally different discussion. Like, you're a, God promised promised you to us. Yeah, maybe he had that discussion with him. Yeah, I mean, maybe Isaac has that belief as well
0: about the right. promise. Like, I'm going to be the one that can, maybe even right. Isaac believed he was going to be raised from the dead. Maybe, like, maybe oh, we don't know. I, even if my dad, if, as long as I submit to him, even if my dad goes through with this, I'll be back. Right, because you knows my resurrected body will be like, yeah, how cool will that be?
1: <laughs> But, like, we, we don't think about it. We always give Isaac, like, this, this victim story. Mm-hmm. We don't think, well, what if he is on board? He may be asking the question because it's still uncomfortable. Like, what yeah. if he is, like, you know, this could be all right. Let's just yeah. see what happens. Yeah, would, he could
0: have been that. like, uh, listen, Dad, <laughs> I'm all for going up on a mountain and making a sacrifice, but we don't have the lamb. I'm going to go get a lamb. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to find <laughs> you. Just, just to be safe. Just
1: give me, like, two hours, okay? <laughs> Can I have my, 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 my money, please? please. That'd be great. I feel like this is a big thing in my head. Is as parents, as teachers, as adults—if any adults are listening—your faith with students who are young in the faith is paramount. Yeah, you have to do it. Have to do it. I mean, even if the kid looks like he doesn't want to hear it, they need to hear the stories of faith, even of. Failure in faith,
0: right? I mean, I'm sure Abraham told those stories to Isaac. Like, this is where I messed up when yeah. I didn't trust God, sure. and it led to some of these things. Well,
1: well, Ishmael, yeah, but right? he's got he's got a half brother, yeah, that is not a promised child. Older brother, yeah. or the times other kings took
0: Sarah to right. to lay with. Like, yeah, I like, should
1: have just trusted God, right? And so, like, but Ishmael's a beautiful picture of like, I this hey, this was not supposed to happen. Like, I jumped the gun. It wasn't God's plan. This is my plan that I thought should have been God's plan. And so whenever he sees Isaac or Ishmael, he's like, but he's my brother. Well, yeah, he's your brother, but, like, he shouldn't be. He's not what was promised. He's not what was promised. Yeah. And, of course, Ishmael gets the blessing, and that's a whole other thing that's really interesting to talk about. But here's Isaac. He hears the stories, and it's just a generational thing. Abram, Abraham, Abram, also, for some reason, was very faithful. Like, right in the beginning of the story, God just says, hey, Abram, go leave your family and friends, leave everything you know, and just go where I tell you. Like, I'm not I'm not telling you now. I'm not giving you GPS coordinates. You're just going to walk with whoever you take with you, and you're going to stop when I tell you stop, and you're going to build there. And Abram's like, okay, I'll do it.
2: Yeah, and, and you ask that question, similar question. So, Isaac is, okay. Yeah. Abraham is, okay. And now it's well, how did Abraham even go in the first place? How did right. he have the faith to do that? Sure,
1: and that's a huge question that we talked about, talked about a little off air. It was like, what, what would give Abram this uh, ability to just have the faith? And we looked into it, it's like, well, I mean, he's directly descended to Shem, who's a son of Noah, who was alive when Abram was born, like even as a child. Yeah, he would be in the line that it seems like
0: based on some of the other things that we've read in Genesis. That's the, the lineage where, that promise seems to have been passed down through right. and they would have continued to tell the story about God's faithfulness through the flood. And even before the flood, cause Noah yep. would have heard stories from before the flood from his father. Yep, and absolutely. Grandfather, great grandfather. Cause they were all alive at the same time back yep, then.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, They were like five, six generations. Nine, yeah. was it nine generations? From, nine generations. From, from Shem to Shem Abram. Abraham. So all Abraham. nine generations all sharing these stories. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I, I think that's what's missing in, the, in, in our culture in our churches in the sadly is we're not sharing those stories of enough uh, stories of, of, of victories in faith or just Bible stories. Like I love Bible stories. I can get really excited about reading these stories because I know they're true. They're not just like a fictional book. Like people can read Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings and those books all the time over and over again. And people get really tired of hearing the same Noah story or the same, you know, abraham and isaac story yeah Mm -hmm. but i don't and i don't know why like i've read abraham and isaac hundreds and hundreds of times
2: well i I think it's part of that not quite sure how to take it okay like like you're uncomfortable with it if if you don't really look at it in the in the way that we're trying to and and Mm -hmm. really understand scripture and you just look at the story for face value it's like okay like i'm i mean it's kind of like people if you watch a movie and wasn't that good of a movie or you didn't understand the movie you're not going to watch it again you don't have a desire to see it again and so that's the problem when we don't share these stories and we don't unpack them and we don't teach them with young kids and with older people is there's just not a real passion to understand why it matters because we haven't really taken the time to explain it
0: yeah and especially the ancient eastern Culture that existed at the time, like these stories, just seem almost like an affront to the loving God that we want to talk about in the New Testament, and right. Jesus and that sacrifice. And then we look at the Old Testament, especially these early stories, like I mean, the flood. It, God's really just going to destroy the whole world, and then he's going to ask this guy to sacrifice his son. Like, what is yeah. what is this God doing? This doesn't seem like anything it's Jesus would ever do. Yeah, and yet we continue to say that Jesus is this God. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So sure. how do those things, two things, go together? And that's some of that tension. But uh. Yeah, I think that's also uh, takes us into a good segue to the other que- answer to the question about why, why does Abraham do this in the first place? Another idea to talk about is the blood covenant. Okay, right? yeah, sure. And I think uh, we'll, we'll continue this talking about Abraham and we'll continue that on the blood covenant idea on the next episode. We've
1: enjoyed this time. Hope you did too. This is Snake on a Stake Podcast, and we'll see you next time.